0: Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Close Talking. I am your co-host, Jack rossiter Munley. And I'm your other co-host, Connor McMurray Stratton. And together we are a couple dudes who really enjoy poetry and we like talking about poetry. So we've come together today to do just that. Uh, today's poem is one of my choosing. It is called Perception Management in A Bridge List of Operations by Solmaz Sharif.
1: Yes, it's from the great book, Published by Gray Wolf, Look, which was a finalist for the National Book Award, I think, in 2016. Uh, And the book is interesting, briefly, and will become relevant in that. Uh, In in all the poems, there are capitalized words, and all of the capitalized words are taken from the, I believe it's the Department of Defense's uh, dictionary. And that's that's a very interesting texture. But we'll talk more about what that means.
0: Yeah, uh, Sharif herself is an Iranian American. She was actually born in Istanbul while her parents were in the process of moving. Uh, yeah, as Connor said, her recent book *Look* was a finalist for the National Book Award in 2016. Uh, she also won the 2017, I think, American Book Award for it. So it's it's getting it's getting some good attention, and the project is part of a larger fascination of hers, which is the intersection of war, particularly the war on terror and language and how the two uh, intersect, which is a lot of what this poem uh, is about. She also was
1: a Wallace Stegner fellow, which is literally the best poetry fiction fellowship you can get. It's at Stanford. If you're a Stegner fellow, you're basically the shit.
0: Connor also just informed me that her Twitter handle was NSA bugs me, which is incredible. So good. So yeah, this poem's a tiny bit longer, so we should probably dive right in. And there's just so much to talk about in it. I can't even, I, I love this poem so much. Uh, so anyway, this is perception management and abridged list of operations by Solmaj Sharif Antica, Babylonia, Baghdad, Bastille, Abilene, Suicide Kings, Gun Barrel City, God help us, Allah, Allah, Army Santa, Cave Dwellers, Rock Bottom, Plymouth Rock, Rat Trap, Cow Pens, Baghdad is beautiful, Backbreaker Block Party, Swashbuckle, Swarmers, Punisher, Beastmaster, Flea Flicker, Firecracker, Lightning Hammer, Iraqi Home Protector, Tombstone Pile Driver, Bone Breaker, Iron Reaper, Bell Hurria, Enjoy Freedom. Spring Break, Rocket Man, Gladiator, Outlaw Destroyer, Dirty Harry, Gold Digger, Unforgiven, Raging Bull, Thundercat, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, Shadyville, Hickory View, Scorpion Sting, Eagle Liberty, Wolfhound Fury, Falcon Sweep, Falcon Freedom, Scales of Justice, Rapier Thrust, Relentless Hunt, Wolf Stalk, Swamp Fox, Tomahawk, Crazy Horse Thunder, Geronimo Strike, Patriot Strike, Quick Strike, Restoring Rights, Constitution Hammer, Industrial Revolution, Money Worth, Rodeo, Aloha, Focus, Floodlight, Harvest Light, Red Light, Red Bull, Pit Bull, Brutus, Hermes, Sledgehammer, Grizzly, Forced Entry, Vacant City, Riverwalk, Iraqi Heart, Rubicon, Ramadan Roundup, Goodwill Little Man, Alkamra al Moonlight, Saloon, Stallion Run, Lion Hunt, Al Salam, Peace, Justice Reach, Rock Reaper, Demon Digger, Raider Harvest, Iron Justice, United Fist, White Rockets, Donkey Island, Barnstormer, Souk Jaded, New Marketplace, Church, Checkmate, Knockout, Backpack, Soccer Ball, Doctor, Therapist. Helping hand, school supplies, cool spring, open window, glad tidings of benevolence. Jesus. It's crazy. So a little bit of context to see the written poem. Essentially, it's in all caps. And there are all of these discrete phrases separated by a bullet point. So there are line breaks, but the main contents of the poem are all of these discrete phrases that are separated.
1: Yeah, oh my god. Um, okay, just a couple of quotes from some reviews I said I read, because uh, I don't know, it was helpful for me to just sort of like, even if I didn't necessarily agree with them, to sort of orient myself and how to read it, because it's a, it's a, as Jack pointed out, it's like a very, there's not like A speaker per se, or a setting per se. There was a review in Spectrum Culture um, that called the poem uh, almost comical in its breadth. There was in Fourth Sycamore uh, as a list of code names for military maneuvers and said it's absurd, grotesque, and unending. Uh, And Connotation Press in a review called the poem uh, said it was words falling like a barrage of bombs. And said uh, that you, as the reader, are meant to be inundated, overwhelmed, to experience the force of weaponized language used against us.
0: Yeah, I mean, what I love about this poem is that there isn't a speaker, and it's much more a feeling than any kind of address or narrative. And I love the breadth of it. So I forced this poem, and like all my coworkers, I was like, hey, read this and tell me what you think about it, because I had so many thoughts and I wanted to see how people interacted with it. And kind of I was curious if this presentation of it was alienating to a non poetry reader. Is this like a really weird chunk of text to you or is there something you can take from it? Uh, And both the people who I shared it with were really into it. And I think partially it's very accessible because it is these discrete blocks of words uh some of which you have an instant like oh yeah mr rogers neighborhood i know that show kind of thought part of what i was struck by reading it is that i wasn't sure what to call each of these things as i was trying to describe it to other people as we were talking about it do i call them items are they because it's not really any kind of linear list are they operations It's an abridged list of operations. And what does it mean to put the word operation in front of each of them? That was a fun experiment that I did um, where you just say operation in front of every single one of these.
1: Oh, do I
0: highly recommend doing that at some point because it's pretty fun. But I settled on something like items. I don't know if you have a particular desire for what you want to call them. Operations maybe is the best thing to call them. Yeah, I mean that's sort of at least the starting thing that Sharif sort of lays it out as. What I found particularly interesting is the ways that they cross over with elements of culture and the fact that these real names of military operations like Wolfhound Fury, Iraqi Home Protector mix so easily with other names like Tombstone Piledriver. That's the the finishing move used by the Undertaker. Uh, which, of course, made me think of Edwin Starr's song War, in which he says that war is friend only to the undertaker. Um, But I think that's actually a good example of how a lot of these words or phrases that she includes are themselves tangentially linked to war or are part of a culture that is at war, however disconnected it might feel, because that's one of the major critiques of the contemporary military or contemporary war is that it's very easy to be removed from it. Basically, since the draft was taken uh, out and it became an all-volunteer military, it's no longer that everyone is connected to it. It's no longer that war impacts everyone personally. There are still many, many people who are, but it's no longer, uh, the country is not focused on war. We're a country that's been at war now for about 17 years, but it doesn't necessarily feel like that to everyone. It doesn't touch the broad country in the same way that it used to but it does reach out and enter all of these different facets of culture and it does have an impact. We just don't notice it in the same ways necessarily, uh, which is something fascinating that I think this poem points to.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting to me. What's interesting about the fact that they are all taken from brutal military strikes is it kind of like, um, it sort of reminds me of a way in, in like, was a doctor strange love kind of vibe where there's and there's like this whole like phallic uh like language in in the military historically like the way that the terms terms they use like penetrate and stuff have this very like phallic whatever um and it's sort of finding that that the military is using these sort of I don't know it well it makes Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, feel very strange all of a sudden, Um, it sort of defamiliarizes those words, like words that we would associate with either something benign or uh, something good, like church or therapist or something, um, into something that's like has menace. And the fact that then the military would be like, what do we call this particular operation of soldiers going to secure this area or kill these people or blah or fire this strike oh this seems like it's gonna be therapist is like fucking crazy uh and like disturbing that there's some resonance of therapy in what the military is like undergoing I don't know if that made any sense.
0: Yeah, it does. And it's really interesting because it does show just how interwoven the military is in so many realms of life and culture, which is fascinating. Um, Because just some of these like Operation Dirty Harry, that's a Clint Eastwood movie. Unforgiven, that's a different Clint Eastwood movie. And it really speaks to uh, and in some ways the way that the poem itself is organized to put different items together for resonance is really incredible um, because it does build up these little mini ideas within itself that both create little images and create little vignettes around something. So you have Dirty Harry and Unforgiven near each other and they're both movies about this guy who like kills people and it's socially acceptable. And he does so a little bit outside of the bounds of usual law um, in unforgiven. I'm pretty sure the Clint Eastwood character takes down a sheriff and in dirty Harry, he's a cop who can't play by the rules. Cause if he does, he won't be an effective crime stopper basically. Um, and it's just like, then there's the whole section that goes Tomahawk, crazy horse, thunder Geronimo strike, which is a whole bunch of native American language and imagery and appropriation going on there, which uh, obviously the military has a long history with there's Tomahawk missiles too. Uh, there's all kinds of Apache helicopters, like the naming conventions are endless, but putting these little pieces together, I thought for me was so effective at bringing out other ideas going on. Cause we can talk about all of the different elements of culture that then feed into the viewpoint that leads to starting wars or leads to the way that we as a culture talk about the wars we fight. Uh, And I think that this poem does a good job of using just the names of these operations to point a finger back at who are we who are carrying them out.
1: Yeah, no, I think that is a, that is a great point. Uh, That reminds me of the beginning of the first poem of Soma Sharif's book, uh, which is the title poem. It's called look, Um, and look is in another word that's in the, the DOD, uh, dictionary, which is apparently, I actually have a question about this in mind warfare, a period during which a mind circuit is receptive of an influence. Does that mean when it's acted, like it could be set off? I believe so. Okay. So that's what a look means. But the first line um of the of that poem look is it matters what you call a thing um and and then it goes on exquisite a lover called me exquisite uh but that whole that that's like a big thesis of the book that um you know the words that we're using to uh name things call things uh matters on not just a discursive level but on a material level Um, and this yeah and this this is like a very has a long history um this is like to, maybe a random reference but the one that I can think of is it sort of reminds me of Edward Said's book Orientalism uh and sort of all the work that came out after that where you know his big project was tracking how sort of the discourse the Ori- orientalist discourse not just from politicians um but also from poets and writers and uh, historians and scholars uh, about uh, the Orient or the East um, sort of contributed to and facilitated the material domination of and colonization of the East by the West. And so that the, the two are, you know, it's not just like an interesting thing that, oh, like, uh, the West has stereotypes or like the West is like confused or like people have like, don't know the difference between like this and that. Um, but it's like that these, the way that our language is, is used, um, is sort of necessary to, um, justify, you know, these sort of brutal acts basically.
0: Totally. There's a great, book along those lines called Real Bad Arabs, which is an encyclopedic collection of notes on how real art, E-E-L, bad Arabs, about depictions of Arab people in cinema, because after 9-11, the connotation became Arab, terrorist, Muslim. And all those three things got bunched together, and that book becomes very useful for unpacking how we in the West had been making cultural depictions of Arabs that primed us to think that they are bad people uh, or that they are dangerous. And there's, yeah, it's another excellent book that's along similar lines to uh, Orientalism, just really unpacking how the way that something is portrayed or the way something is named is really important. And I love that this poem gets into that. And I think it does it in a couple of ways that occurred to me. I'd be interested to know your thoughts. Um, But the one thing that I thought is that taking these names of military operations and removing them from that context and just putting them into a list and sort of taking ownership over them and turning them into these terms, still calling those terms operations, I think is fascinating because it makes the word itself or the words themselves no longer static. It's the operation of putting meaning in those words uh, Mm -hmm. as you read it. And so I think it's super interesting to call this an abridged list of operations on the basic level of their military operations, but also on the level of the name that they are is an operation for you as the reader. You bring meaning to it. When I read, you know, Shadyville, I think of the Tom Petty song Dreamville, or I think of some, you know, I I bring an operation to the meaning that I put on it. But I also think that the poem reflects back on itself a little bit at the end, because you get two, I think, little shifts that occur right towards the end. Uh, The one is when it starts naming really, really broad terms, church, checkmate, knockout, backpack, soccer ball. We've moved away from things that are general, but like a little more specific, like Baghdad is beautiful, backbreaker, block party, None of those are as universal as soccer ball or church. These are just massive, massive top level kind of things. But then I think a second shift occurs and it goes from just being big general items to being positive items, which are collected for the first time. And so it ends on doctor, therapist, helping hand, school supplies, cool spring, open window, glad tidings of benevolence. And for me, having all of that positive stuff at the end reflects back on something like wolfhound fury and all of these other words that mainly relate to military operations that particularly because this is in the context of the war on terror and the Iraq war, uh, were undertaken for ostensibly somewhat humanitarian and like positive like benevolent as the end of the poem says purposes but when you give it a name like wolfhound fury or uh, constitution hammer it's like how positive is that going to be side note on wolfhound fury i found an article uh from the department of defense from january 31st of 2005 about how part two of operation wolfhound fury was a uh humanitarian humanitarian effort uh, which just sounds crazy to me. Um, but there's such a sad irony to what meaning these can bring because you you show up to somebody's house and you're like, hey, yeah, I'm here with Operation Gladiator and I'm here to help out. What's up? <laughs> uh, also, I'm dressed in military fatigues, carrying a giant weapon, and we don't speak the same language. Don't be afraid. Definitely, I'm your friend. Uh, the fact that there is that disconnect or like Punisher, which is just crazy because that dude is a straight psychopath. Uh, Like that's the point of the character. Uh, The Punisher actually like Chris Kyle, the American sniper, uh, his crew, his group of Marines called themselves Punishers. uh, And they had the Punisher symbol spray painted on their uniforms, uh, which is kind of a crazy, similar like crossover between popular culture and something that's actually going on in the real world. Um, But particularly not getting lost from the subject of like, what does naming something mean? These positive names at the end reflecting back on the more violent or assaultive names makes it really, as I said, it's sort of a sad irony that you bring back to those uh, when you're thinking about those at the end.
1: Yeah, no, totally. I, I'm really glad you brought that up. Cause yeah, I think I find the ending just so chilling. Um, Cause I, in addition to those two moves, it, it's like, there's also that like educational like backpack uh, soccer ball, school supplies um yeah it's it's really um unnerving and it's very interesting it's a good example of you know so this is like what you would call a found poem uh which is like um you know a kind of kind of poem that is it i guess it's maybe coming back in vogue i don't really know the history of it but um Basically, I always thought
0: they're kind of cool.
1: Yeah, they're kind of cool. Um, but you take, you know, you take the language that is not yours. You find, you know, uh, language in this dictionary. You find language that's like, you know, uh, just on the street, a bunch of receipts, or blah blah blah, and you sort of reassemble them into a poem or whatever. So you've you found the language. Um, but one thing that's what's interesting about that is in theory, you are not, quote, the author of it. But one thing that this ending sort of really brings home is is how how much Sharif is present as the author, that this is, like, a very deliberate movement toward um, these positive connotations uh, that have, like, a very, um, like, specific ironic critique built into them, Uh, even though, like... Sharif has written nothing herself. She is merely an organizer of words that other people did.
0: I was just gonna say that I think that's a great point because uh, it also has the second purpose of all of those positive words taking on a menacing meaning because we've just read all of this really dark stuff. Uh, Right. Right. So it, it both makes the dark stuff more scary And it, in fact, turns itself into something a little bit unnerving as well. Uh, It's really quite well done. Yeah, because you know that the same institution that
1: named an operation Army Santa also named an Army operation Glad Tidings of Benevolence. Uh, And so you sort of question the sense of right and wrong or good and bad Um, are sort of like implied sometimes by these names, like that this is, you know, um, school supplies or scales of justice or like restoring rights. There's sort of like a moral argument or, you know, uh, an argument built into restoring rights. Like this is the quote ideological purpose of this mission. Um, But when you sort of like combine all of these you realize that the sort of, um, the logic morality and ideology is like totally both like incoherent, um, and also like deeply predictable in a terrifying way. Um, and another cool way that, uh, Sharif from like a sort of poetic level, um, that she organized, she sort of said in this interview with the rumpus that, um, she said, uh, Ordering and selecting was largely driven by music, um, which I thought was very interesting. And as I was going through the poem, uh, I just there I found that there were lots of little moments where the, the sounds were really tight. Uh, in the beginning, there's a lot of uh, Bs that move into Gs that move into Rs, that uh, Baghdad, Bastille, Abilene, uh, Gun Barrel City, God Help Us, um, and then Rock Bottom, Plymouth Rock, Rat Trap. Baghdad is beautiful, backbreaker, block party, swashbuckle, those sounds. And then there's a huge list of er, like er words, swarmers, punisher, beastmaster, flea flicker, firecracker, lightning hammer, Iraqi home protector, um, et cetera. And um, there's some other good ones that I love. One of my favorite parts was this part that's uh, floodlight. Harvest Light, Red Light, Red Bull, Pit Bull, Brutus, Hermes is so good. That is uh, one of my
0: favorite parts as well.
1: Yeah. Um, it's separately. It reminds me of this one Das Racist song uh, called Nutmeg.
0: Let's hear a snippet of that if we can.
1: Shit, that's f- offensive. That's offensive. That's defenseless. That's holiday. Doc, holiday. Keep the doc away. Sitting
0: by the doc of the bay on yeah, Don I'ma let you finish Helsinki. Yeah, I don't know,
1: remind me of that, because I love, it's like, that's offensive, that's Ted Offensive, which, A, I was thinking about Ted Offensive, but, um, just the kind of, like, you're just, you have, like, all of the American language with all these different kinds of tonalities and registers, um, and if you are guided only by music, um, and by the sound of things, you can, like, get a lot of very interesting associative connections. Where we start with, and that was 10 seconds, that's offensive, that's Ted offensive, and then we get into Kanye, I'm gonna let you finish Helsinki. I don't know, we're in like Sweden all of a sudden or something. Finland.
0: Uh, Finland. God damn
1: it. Classic American don't know countries apart. Jesus. Anyway, but that happens, you know, throughout. There's um, just so much alliteration, and um, the sounds are just very tight and it's i think it i think apart from just being musical and so therefore being uh pleasing um it does an extra job of if we're if we're interested and the poets is interested in like um making us sort of look at all of these words and terms together and be like this is like um an accumulation of american operations and Like, these are how they're being named. Um, The more you can bind them together, uh, the more, I think, sort of like unnerving it will be because then you have to keep like, uh, you know, Red Bull, Red Light, Pitbull, Brutus, Hermes, Sledgehammer all together, you know in your head, because they've been put in your head together by the sounds.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. And I was not at all surprised to learn that this was put together musically, because it does seem to follow almost more than anything else a sound logic in how it progresses. Uh, There are thematic groupings, but partially that's because a lot of the sounds of those themes go together. but also there's just such a strong sense of rhythm in it. You almost can't help but drop into rhythms as you're reading it. And they're regularly interrupted and shift a little bit. But there's such a, uh like, Scales of Justice, Rapier, Thrust, Relentless Hunt, Wolf, Stalk, Swamp, Fox, Tomahawk, Crazy Horse, Thunder, Geronimo, Strike, Patriot, Strike. Like, all of them. just It naturally yeah. falls into such a strong thundering rhythm, which is very martial in a sense and i'm not surprised that the review described it as being bombarded by language because if you do totally give yourself over to that kind of rhythmic reading it does feel very much just like left right left right 1 2 bomb bomb yeah i have one other thing that i wanted to mention which is that in the breadth of what it draws on and uh the way that it does speak to in a sense, the variety of things that the military is doing, because it does have these very positive names, these very uh, aggressive names. As I said, even Wolfhound Fury had a humanitarian element. Maybe Operation Soccer Ball also had like some kind of military element. I don't, I don't know the details of that operation. Um, but there was a great book that came out by Rosa Brooks called How Everything Became War and the Military Became Everything. And it talks about how, you uh, the emphasis on having the military do more different kinds of operations only grown in recent years, and particularly during the war on terror. Um, And it also touches on subjects like the militarization of police forces domestically, which I think this poem doesn't explicitly mention, but can be hinted at uh, in its description of the breadth of the military is asked to do i think there are just endless depths to this poem but i wanted to make sure to mention that book how everything became war and the military became everything because even if you're like national security or defense stuff isn't really your jam that book has some really smart and interesting things to say about the united states generally Uh, yeah
1: yeah that's interesting i also love the title perception management it's very funny yeah i feel like it can be read two ways where like one is is referring to obviously the way that the military is naming these as a way to manage perception of them so you know if if you're calling your operation gladiator you're you're indicating that you know if there's some some fierce warrior thing that you want to be perceived as or whatever at the same time and maybe this is the second one uh it's also sharif is maybe doing some like counter management of like this is how things are being talked about, and so I need to like remanage your perception of sort of like what you you perceive as uh, the Iraqi War.
0: I think there's even a third level that's going on, which is oh, oh, oh yeah, oh. sorry, uh, <laughs> watch out, coming at you, number three, uh, <laughs> número tres, which is that these names take on their own life once they are given to an operation. So the army might want you to think a certain thing when they give an operation a name, but the name of that operation goes on to have a predictive effect or have an effect on what it is. Um, Because if you are an operation called Operation Punisher, you might take a certain attitude into carrying it out, it might take on a certain character once it is happening uh, and i think part of what she gets after in this poem is just the way that these names live beyond the naming they are in operation they do more once they once they happen yeah no i think that's right yeah that's a really good point i i could talk about this poem forever so we should probably just wrap it up let's wrap it up read it again read it again all right perception management an abridged list of operations by solmaz sharif Antica, Babylonia, Baghdad, Bastille, Abilene, Suicide Kings, Gun Barrel City, God Help Us, Allah Allah. Army Santa, Cave Dwellers, Rock Bottom, Plymouth Rock, Rat Trap, Cow Pens, Baghdad is Beautiful, Backbreaker, Block Party, Swashbuckle, Swarmers, Punisher, Beastmaster, Flea Flicker, Firecracker, Lightning Hammer, Iraqi Home Protector, Tombstone Piledriver, Bonebreaker, Iron Reaper, Bell Hurria, Enjoy Freedom. Spring Break, Rocket Man, Gladiator, Outlaw Destroyer, Dirty Harry, Gold Digger, Unforgiven. Raging Bull, Thundercat, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, Shadyville, Hickory View. Scorpion Sting, Eagle Liberty, Wolfhound Fury, Falcon Sweep, Falcon Freedom, Scales of Justice, Rapier Thrust, Relentless Hunt, wolf stock, Swamp Fox, Tomahawk, Crazy Horse Thunder, Geronimo Strike, Patriot Strike, Quick Strike, Restoring Rights, Constitution Hammer, Industrial Revolution, Money Worth. Rodeo, Aloha, Focus, Floodlight, Harvest Light, Red Light, Red Bull, Pit Bull, Brutus, Hermes, Sledgehammer, Grizzly, Forced Entry, Vacant City, Riverwalk, Iraqi Heart, Rubicon, Ramadan Roundup, Goodwill Little Man, Kamra Al-Manar, Moonlight, Saloon, Stallion Run, Lion Hunt, Al-Salam, Peace. Justice Reach, Rock Reaper, Demon Digger, Raider Harvest, Iron Justice United Fist, White Rockets, Donkey Island, Barnstormer, Souk Jaded, New Market, Church, Checkmate, Knockout, Backpack, Soccer Ball, Doctor, Therapist, Helping Hand, School Supplies, Cool Spring, Open window. Glad tidings of benevolence. Hey, everybody, this is Jack Rossiter Munley, just saying thank you so much for listening to this episode of Close Talking. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, or on Stitcher, or you can find us on SoundCloud. We are all over the internet. To keep up with poetic goings-on in between shows, and to make sure that you get notified of all Close Talking news, you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Close Talking, or on Twitter where we are at Close Talking my personal twitter handle is at jack rossiter Bun, and connor's is at hot sauce box we would love to hear from you with any thoughts you have on this episode or any of our previous shows also if you have suggestions for future shows you can get in contact with us via facebook or via twitter or you can write us an email at closetalkingpoetry@gmail.com. at gmail.com Thanks for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you.